0: What's going on, everyone? It is me, Ryan, on uh, season two of Getting Real with Real Estate. Ryan, joined by my co-host, Jordan Brussel. What's going on, Ryan? How are we doing? What's up, Jordan? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really excited for season two of this podcast. It's been fun. It has been a ton of fun. It feels good to be back. A lot of good feedback from the first season, too. I, I've loved uh, the comments and the DMs that I've gotten. So We've got a lot of fans already. I know. Loyal yeah. listeners. Yeah. What's up, fans? Yeah. What's up, everybody? <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, so, Ryan, season two... We're getting started here. Uh what are we exactly yeah. dealing with in season? Two? So, so season 2 I wanted to go through and explain and just kind of talk through the whole home buying process. So, from like start to finish everything. What does it look like? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh that's what we're going to be talking about on uh season 2. So, um so the first thing you need to know if you are gonna buy a house, Jordan, mm. just just somewhere, somewhere down the road, <laughs> yeah. yeah, So just so everyone listening knows, I'm I every time I get together, with Jordan, I tell him that he <laughs> needs to buy a house, so that I'm gonna use you as my realtor. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's kind of like this weird connection you have to. I'm just kidding. This is kind of true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I guess you're my realtor. Okay, son, you yeah. heard it here first. All right, so uh, in order to buy a house, you need to know, uh, in, in for the first for the first step. Um, you, you need to know how much you can afford mm. okay so what i like to say is figure out your budget this is something that i've been curious about recently because jess and i have been like dreaming yeah. a little bit we've yeah, been yeah, talking yeah. about like wanting to buy a home and like sometimes we'll go on like zillow or yeah. we'll just like we'll look up different houses in the area yeah. and like what what the market's like what they cost yeah. um i just saw a house go up in my parents neighborhood for a certain amount the other day that i thought was like actually really high and i was like whoa the market actually looks yeah. pretty good right now. Yeah. Um. But I was curious because like, you see these houses go for these insane prices, like $200,000 house, $300,000 house. And yeah. you're like, who could afford that? Yeah. <laughs> and so big picture, you're yeah. like, man, like, once again, you guys know from season one, this is real estate for dummies. For me. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm just spitballing here. But like, I see those big numbers. And I'm like, how could I afford that? But Ryan, you really have like a general rule that you use I do. of like, all right, like my take home should be what, yeah. like, and my mortgage payment should be what, like, how do yeah. I kind of like put yeah. those two together? Um, great question. So I like to, I mean, the first thing is that you need to talk to a professional, but before we get into that, just general rule is um, when you're trying to figure out like what, what you can afford, just before talking to a professional. Um, go like do the math. Whatever twenty five percent of your take home is is about what your um your monthly mortgage payment should be. So don't go any higher. Definitely, you can go lower, but don't go higher than that twenty five percent. So right. So for example, if you are bringing in fifty thousand dollars a year, your um your monthly payment for your mortgage should be around a thousand dollars a month. Okay. okay. So that's and again, that's just the mortgage. So that I'm not talking about, like, homeowners insurance, taxes, and all that stuff. So just general rule, 25% of your take-home. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That that sounds a little bit more doable for someone like me if I think about it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, I could get approved for yeah. this kind of mortgage or this kind of monthly payment. Yeah, I mean, it, it's overwhelming to, like... I, I mean, think it's scary to a lot of people at first. It, it definitely is because, because I think you look at, you know, $200,000, you think that's a lot of money, but in reality... Like a lot of people, like most, a lot of people will get approved for $200,000. Right. So, um, you really just gotta, what do you think is realistic for someone to get approved for? Like, like just for example, like what you've seen. So I'm just going to throw numbers yeah. out here. Can we do oh, this fun little game? Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, like a mortgage professional, but I think. Okay. You well, can can we just throw it yeah, out there and see what happens? All right, so let's say you got a couple that makes- <laughs> I'm going to butcher this. This is going to be fun. Let's say you got a couple that makes combined uh, annual income, their annual salary yeah. is uh, $80,000 a year. Okay. All right, so okay. husband makes 40- how, how, much, how much debt do they have? Uh, that's a good question. Let's say they got $20,000 in college debt combined. Okay. So they just okay. got like 10. Okay. Both went any, to school, any cars took out or... loans. Um, They got one car payment. Okay. Like 10,000 bucks, maybe? Uh, 10,000 bucks. They own the car. They own the car. Okay. Um. And let's say that they have, make $80,000. Let's say, just to be fair, you know, chivalry's not dead, but we got $40,000 a year and $40,000 a year. <laughs> they both they both make the same, all okay. right? I like and that. And we got... Equality. Um, yeah, equality. It's great, right? Yeah. So so that's what we got. What kind of mortgage do you think, or like how much do you think they'll, this couple will be approved for to buy a house? Um... Oh my just God. ballpark. I mean, just throw something out there. Are they getting approved for like? Which let's okay. be clear by yeah. the numbers we just threw out, they don't have bad debt. They've got they a little bit. They of don't debt. have a, a lot of. They don't have a lot of debt. It's and not they terrible. have a good credit score. You're good saying. credit score. They pay I, off at their monthly payments every month. Yeah. I would like, you know, are they getting approved for 100, 150? No, 000, I, I, I think. 000. For the scenario you just created, and again, I'm not a mortgage we're professional. We're just spitballing so... here, guys. We're literally like, <laughs> once again, come on, we're just throwing stuff out there. This isn't a part of the shit. No, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> so I would say somebody, like a scenario like that, they probably would get approved for upwards of 200. Okay. 200000 for okay. us. Yeah. That's fair. But, it's but just again, a ballpark. that's... Yeah, ballpark. Okay. Ballparking it. Okay. So watch some mortgage brokers listening right now. And they're, and they're like, like, this freaking idiot. idiot. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. I put you on the spot No, there. no, no. I I just thought it would be fun it. to talk about. Yeah, put me on the spot. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like... Are you talking from uh, personal experience with that scenario? No, <laughs> no, no, no. That's why I personally just oh, okay. picked different numbers there. Okay. All right. Maybe all right. kind of similar, actually. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, okay, so paying cash or financing. Yeah. So, with the home buying process, first thing figure out your budget. The first thing you need to know or the first step in figuring out your budget is are how are you going to pay for this property? Right? Right? So, you need to decide are you paying cash for a property or are you financing? Now, when you say paying cash, do you mean like pay cash for the whole thing? Because like we established, no one really just has $200,000. Well, so well, some people do. So, Jordan. I, this All right, is, tell me. Yeah, yeah, so this is... Uh, okay, I personally don't have 2, 200000 in the bank. But there are a lot of people that do. I, I kid you not. Yeah. I know. That's wild. I know. I want to be one of those people. You, you will be. Eventually. We will be. I think both of us will we be. We both will yeah. Be. yeah. But, yeah, there's a lot of people with, like there's a lot of people with more a lot more than 200,000 in the bank. So, yep. and that's why when me as the real estate agent, you need to be respectful of the the buyer and, you know, cuz there's a lot of people that do have that kind of money. So, you need to know or you want to ask them, "Hey, how do you plan to pay for the house? Do you want to finance or are you going to pay cash?" Now, is it your job as the the buyer's agent in this in this situation are you telling them like if it's wise to throw all the cash at it or are you saying Hey, it might be better to go a little more financing on this end of things. You know, it. I I don't think it's totally. Is that your job to say no, that or no? It's not necessarily my job. However, I I am. I do work with some investors who, um, who with them I'll give them a little more advice. So mm. when you're buying, uh, for example, multifamilies, um, right. they're going really quick right now. So I will advise them. Hey, if you can pay cash for this for this multifamily. You should pay cash because it's more attractive to the seller. Cash is king, man. Cash is king. It, you, Shout it, out to Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. Cash is king. Cash goes fast. <laughs> so. Okay. So, yeah, you want to find out. Um, it, so, okay, let's go to the route if you're financing. Okay? okay. So, if you're paying with a mortgage, which a lot of the people that I'm working with, um, probably 75%, 80% are using a mortgage. Right. And so for those people, you need to talk to a mortgage broker and pretty much they are going to tell you how much you can afford. Okay. Okay. So you'll you know, send them an email, call them up, and a lot of times um, they're going to actually ask you how much you want to get a pre- pre-approved for, which I hate that. Oh. Because why am I going to tell you, the professional, how much I want to spend? Right. Right. You know, like I don't know if I can afford a hundred, two hundred, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars. So Yeah, that's kind of up to them to tell you what they advise is best. Yeah. So I actually so speaking from personal example, Rose and I um we in the process of buying a multifamily right now. Are you gonna live in this multifamily? That's the plan, yeah. So that's cool. um we're in the process of buying this and the guy uh and nothing against a- anyone that does this, but he asked me how much I want to get pre-approved for. And I'm like, I, and you told him, well, I told him, yeah, I was like, (laughs) I said, I'm calling you. You tell me how much. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think in regards to the financing, when you find your mortgage person, which I always have a list of recommendations for, um, for, for my clients. So I'll, I'll give you a list of, uh, mortgage people. Um, but I highly recommend that you ask them a ton of questions. Mm-hmm. And be mindful that it's their job to answer those questions. And don't be afraid to ask more questions. You know, we all feel awkward asking questions. I think a lot of times when we feel like we're asking dumb questions. But it it really is true in this moment. No question is a dumb question. And No, absolutely. You want to ask this person as many questions as you can think of. Because it's their job to answer the questions, Right. right? Yeah, and I think... You know, um, this is like, for most people, this is the the largest purchase of their life. Yeah. And so it's okay if you ask a ton of questions. You know, like even for me, for I'll go back to my personal example. As Rose and I buy this property, we um, there, there was a lot of questions that I had for my mortgage broker. So I actually called him up quite a bit. And, I mean, his cell phone number is in his email for a reason, you know? Mm. And for a few times, I felt really uncomfortable. Like, man, I think I'm bothering him. I'm, I'm calling this guy too much. But mm. but then I'm like, wait, his cell phone number is in his email. His, you know, his other, like his uh, office phone number is there for a reason. He might really want the phone <laughs> calls. He might want to answer them. Yeah. He does want to answer Of course. Them. It's his job. Yeah. yeah. I, I think at certain points that, you know... People might get annoyed, but it's their job and ask the questions. You know, there's so much within this that you can ask your mortgage broker. For example, um, well, I won't get to it yet, but there's one of the things I asked is I want to see how much the payments will be for a 15 year, mm. 20 year, 25, and a 30. Which, okay. again, that's, I mean, that was a, I don't want to say it was a big ask, but. I wanted to know like are the payments much different for a fifteen compared to a twenty five? What'd you find out about that? I found out that they're pretty similar. Okay. Um I so decided, it just comes down to like how much you how long you wanna pay or how much you wanna yeah, put into yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And and like how much you're comfortable with, I, I would be careful, like don't go overboard with your monthlies because you're gonna find out buying a house is expensive and there's a lot involved once you buy the house. Yeah. So anyways, number one, find out um, or figure out, are you paying cash or are you financing? And ask your, if you're financing, ask lots and lots of questions. Yes. Okay. All right. So the second thing in regards to figuring out your budget is there's this thing called a down payment. (laughs) There's this thing called a down payment. Yeah the looming down- I'm familiar yeah so yeah what do you think a down payment usually is that's a really good question I don't know I uh I, I know spitfire put me on the spot here I know what I put a down payment on a car for before. oh like what percent because um, I, hon- I honestly don't know so I'm I've put down because I'm one of those people that this might go against better judgment, but I like to pay more cash up front. I do too because I don't want to have a ton of debt. Like, I, I don't love getting into like a lot of debt. Like I know yeah. debt in some ways can be leveraged and it's a healthy thing, but I, I probably put down like I think the last car I bought I put down uh almost like twenty five percent up front. Okay. And then I, and then I, I would make like bigger payments at the beginning to kind of get ahead. And then that's kind of been my strategy. Okay. Um, but I'm thinking if you're talking about like a $200,000 house, you know, 25% of $200,000 is like $50,000. Is that what it is? Are you good with math? Not really, but I'm spitballing right now. So $50,000 I think is what that would be. Yeah. 50K. Okay. So I don't maybe, and like you said, some people have this kind of money. I don't know. That if it's me buying out, so if I want to throw down $50,000, maybe yeah. I do, but yeah. I, I just don't, it, it's so different depending on everybody's financial situation. That's true, yeah. I would say you could probably get away with throwing, like, how low of a percentage did you get away with throwing down? Yeah, so... Like three, four, five percent? Yeah, so, and again, this is, whoever's listening, you might be listening in like a different area of the country or the world, but just from our local market here in the capital region, I'm just going to kind of, the, the things I... this. I'll share what I have personally seen. So I am sure this is why I tell people to ask questions because there's probably tons and tons of things out there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to share with what I am familiar with. Okay. So what I have seen is there's this thing called an FHA mortgage. Mm -hmm. And this is great for like a first time home buyer type person because you only put three and a half percent down. Okay. Which that's great is amazing, right? So how much with just for fun? Get yeah, your calculator. I got my calculator yeah. out here. So let's say you buy a house for what are we gonna do? Two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred. That's pretty. Okay. Average, so point zero three five times two hundred thousand. What do we got? What do we? You're got? You're paying seven thousand dollars down. Right. So seven thousand bucks. Then that's if you get approved for an FHA three and a half percent down. Yep. So that's wow. FHA and. There's... And I think that's something that's doable for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something that, and then look at you, you just purchased a home mm-hmm. and you now have a whole lot more assets than you had going into yeah. this deal. Yeah, absolutely. Which is huge. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Congrats yes. to you. you know? Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm going to start singing. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's the FHA. That's good for like first time home buyer. And then um, after that, there is, and again, there's so many product, they call them products. Ooh, products it's like a fancy yeah it's like what's a, a product like a more like a like an fha mortgage is a product okay it's you know isn't that weird okay i don't know It's weird um there's some weird terms in real estate that mean things that yeah. i wouldn't have thought that's what they meant oh yeah we should do a whole series a series on um real estate terms <laughs> yeah i would love that okay that'd right. be fun all Maybe right a little we'll, quiz we'll or something. put that oh, in yeah. the bank for later Put that in the bank. all right so, so yeah go ahead yeah. products <laughs> There's the FHA, you can also do conventional. This is what I, I recommend conventional if you can do it. Okay. Here's why. Put a little more down. FHA, you are going to pay, it's called PMI. Okay, are you familiar with that? I'm not. Okay, so PMI, I, other people use it in certain ways, but PMI is private mortgage insurance, okay? So this is, let me explain really quick. Private mortgage insurance is what you pay Anytime you're not putting 20% down. Oh. So so you put down less than twenty percent, you're gonna have to pay have an to pay. extra like tax almost on your stuff. Yeah, yeah, you could think of it like oh, that. Yeah. Interesting. Now, again, there's other products out there that maybe don't require PMI mm-hmm. when you do below the twenty percent, but this is what I have seen. Okay. But I know with FHA, you always are gonna pay PMI until you break that uh, 20% threshold. Okay. So that's, uh, and my first property was we used an FHA mortgage and we were paying, this is like an insight into my life. We were paying, I think like 250 a month in PMI. Wow. Which I think that's a lot of money. Yeah. So that is a lot. I know. So you're saying if you got the money, go for conventional where you don't have that exactly. um, PMI insurance. Yeah, like yeah. The insurance to pay. There, and there's some programs that you can like, a little more down and not do 20% and still not pay PMI. But anyways, yeah, no, that's good stuff. Yeah. And then so, and then another thing, like what if someone was buying or investing in like commercial real estate? Yeah. So if you're doing commercial or like, uh, Which this is like, we're talking big bucks here. Yeah. This well, is, this is, this is but big. it doesn't have to, in, an investment property can just be If you're not living there, it's an investment and you're buying it for the purpose of like making money from it. Okay. So then what's the percentage down on something like that? So from what I've, again, this is just from what I've seen is that goes from 20 to 25% down for an investment. Wow. So yeah, once you're like big time investor like you're putting you got to have the cash to do this right they want to see something that they can really you know they can use as kind of like right. collateral in a sense right? well because like, think about it when you're an investor tech most likely you're not going to live there and so the bank wants to know that you're going to take care of it And keep it up exactly. because there's a lot of value that goes into the That's places right. around that area yeah and yeah they, they want they don't want to lose money yeah so all those investors out there hit me up we'll we'll help you out Dope. Yeah, you should really hit up Ryan if you're looking to invest. Yeah. Big time. I love that. Thank you. Thanks, Jordan. You're welcome. You're a good guy. Yeah. Um, okay, so buying a house is just, like I said, it's expensive. Um, I will say, you got me a little nervous here because, yeah, yeah. it's expensive. So yeah. I'm already backpedaling. And no, Except, no, no. Just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm like talking to people <laughs> out of buying a house. No, you're <laughs> really not. This is good. Z- this is definitely more doable. Yeah, than no I thought. Was. Yeah, so, th- okay, think about it. You got your down payment. Now, right. But be warned. Be warned. There's a lot of expenses that go yeah. into buying a house. Because your down payment is not the only thing that you need to pay at the closing table. Right. So there's going to be more cash that you have to pay at the closing table. Right. Got you. Got than you. Than just the down payment. So right. those are all the closing costs. Yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah. So you have to bring to the table your down payment and the closing cost. Okay. Okay. So... Um, within the closing cost just for example really quick there's there's things like the appraisal fee um you gotta well you pay prior the home inspection that's that's before the at the closing table um you have to pay your attorney fees so here in new york we have an attorney for every real estate transaction um so you got to pay those fees and you have to pay a whole uh A whole year's worth, typically, of homeowner's insurance and a year's worth of taxes. Mm. So, I mean, it does add up, but there's so many ways that you can save, like start saving now for all of these items. You know, that's a big thing that I would encourage people with is the saving part. Because, yes, you can get approved for, as we just talked about, you know, an FHA loan, 3.5% down, it's really low. Mm -hmm. It's affordable for a lot of people, but at the same time, like you're saying, there's a lot of costs in the back end. You're going right. to have to pay t- for a lot of things once you buy the house to keep the house up. That's right. Yeah. There's just a lot of expenses that come along with buying a house. So yeah, the thing I would recommend to people, I know I've seen you say this before, like on your social media and yeah. stuff, is like, there's so many ways you can just save money quickly. Like yeah. if you cut out, for example, let's Ooh. say you go to Dunkin' Donuts every oh, day. Oh, you're going the there. I'm going there, man. I'm oh, going there. Like, man. let's say, for example... Yeah. coffee's not cheap right it's let's enough. say you spend yeah. five bucks a day five days a week going into work on coffee okay okay so that's 25 dollars a week 25 five times five 25 right <laughs> or four right? five times five or 25 i'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. no 25. i'm, I'm messing and then with you. four weeks of that like you do, say you do that for a month that's a hundred dollars on. then a hundred dollars times the whole year is Whoa. how much i can't do mental math a uh, hundred dollars times 52 weeks yeah, 5000 It's like 5200 no, 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 I'm sorry. 100 times 12. Oh, times 12. Because it's 12 months. Oh, I'm sorry. This is so funny, people. Listen to our math. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there's $1,200 that you could save on coffee alone yeah. if you just choose to say, you know what? I am going to make my coffee at home every morning. I'm going to buy it from Hannaford. Right. Buy it from Market 32. I'm going to brew it by myself. Boom. I just saved myself $1,200, but you can do that in other ways too. Say, Hey, right, right, right. we're not going right. to yeah. go out on this expensive dinner, you know, Ooh. every, every weekend. Like yeah. you can save money. Are you, you really in, Are in just big restaurant? People? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be vulnerable for oh, a second. No. We love going out to eat. You do. We love it. Yeah. I go out to shout out to all the local, like five, one, eight restaurants. Like we just went out to this new place the other oh, day. Give him a quick shout out. We went to the local. The, where's that? It's right in Saratoga. It's kind of like on the out, not outskirts, I would say, but it's in the downtown area. Okay. uh, A little bit west of Broadway. So you're going to go more towards a lot of those nice houses over there. Oh, nice. Um, And so it beautiful restaurant yeah great food they got really good like bar food and they've also got really good like healthy food like it's just good oh it's a lot of it is grown at like local farms and it's just it's a cool spot it's called the local it's called the local but i also love places like yeah no you really should it's delicious we went there for her birthday the other night oh yeah i I saw it was her birthday happy birthday jess happy birthday jess um and then yeah just i love going out to eat so that's something that i need to do too like i'm calling myself out like but even even think about it if you okay say you go out to eat i don't know however many times a month if you decided just say twice a month you're not gonna eat out for two people i don't know you spend like 50 60 bucks to go out probably dude like maybe example we went out the other night to cantina shout out to cantina but they're expensive like you're dropping like Fifty bucks plus just for two oh, people. Yeah, I know. On the bill, you get some drinks, you get your appetizer, you get your, yeah, your salad, I you know. get your tacos. I mean, so you, if you do that twice a month, if you let's go low end, fifty bucks per time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a hundred bucks a month. So once again, twelve hundred dollars. So you put together, you yes. save twenty four hundred dollars in the and year by that. cutting out coffee and going out to eat twice a month. Do Boom. that. Do that for two years. Boom, and you're almost at You've five thousand. Almost at five thousand. Amazing. That, that's almost a down payment for a house. I love it. Oh, you're getting God. me fired up! I'm gonna start saving more money. I know it's it's fun to think about. We want to challenge you guys to start saving. Yeah, seriously. So, anyways, those are kind of just the quick, simple things for the very first thing what you got to do in order to buy a house is to figure out your budget. Boom, boom. So, anyways, thanks for taking a listen, guys. This is a, Ryan. This is a really fun episode. Cool. I, I'm I had a lot of fun too. I had a blast. I'm now inspired. Everyone, start saving. Start saving. Figure out your budget. Yeah, you can do this. And, and if you're ready to buy a house, I would love it if you would reach out uh, through to me through Instagram, through email. Um, however, you reach out to people, feel free to reach out to me, guys. One thing I will say about Ryan, he's a straight up, down to earth dude, and he really enjoys talking real estate. So even if I you do. just have questions. If you want to know more, if you want to get to know more about Ryan, just hit him up. Send him a DM. Oh, thanks. Give him a text or a phone call. I appreciate that. He would love that. to chat with you. Thanks, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, absolutely, man. Cool.